Hello, friends, and thank you for joining Christ Church Online. The following is our message from December 24th, 2018, entitled, It's About to Go Viral. Leading us in our sermon tonight is our senior pastor, the Reverend Dr. Jared Ott. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Hey, wasn't that band awesome tonight? It's so great. So happy for them. You get a band playing that song, then you get a cute kid reading scripture, then you get me. So, my apologies ahead of time. Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, thank you for today. Thank you that we can be in your house this evening. We thank you for this wonderful gift of Christmas. The fact that we can celebrate the fact that you didn't give up on us. You sent your son to be born here and to grow here and to die for us. We thank you. Thank you that we can sing with our hearts full of gratitude and praise. Lord, we thank you that you teach us in your word, too, so much about what it means to have a relationship with you. I pray that you be with us here this evening. You remind us that it can happen so quick to have a relationship with you just a moment. So, Lord, be with us in this moment. I pray that my lips are your lips, my heart is your heart. And you impress upon us the message you want us to hear. We aren't just hearers of the word, but we'll be doers of it as well. We ask all this in your precious and holy name. Amen. Well, again, we want to welcome you to Christ Church. My name is Jared Ott. I'm the senior pastor here. If you're with us for the first time, we're, we're glad you're here. Glad you're celebrating with us. We had a service right before this one. Lots of folks here celebrating Christmas. And it's great that all across this country and world, we're celebrating Christmas Eve. And if you've been with us, you know we're in this series called Insta Christmas. Everything happens in an instant, right? Everything, everything today's day and age happens quick, right? We see something and boom, things happen. And throughout our time, when we're looking at these very characters through the story of Christmas, uh, we realize that things happen so fast, right? Life changes for them really quick. And we've titled this sermon, It's About to Go Viral, right? I, I really didn't know what viral meant until, uh, you know, a few years ago. Viral, when we talk about it from social media, means something happens and a lot of people see it, right? It's a video or a message where it just spreads really fast, right? And lots and lots of people have see this message or this video. In fact, I had fun this week because I, I looked up the, the top 10 viral videos uh, of all time. So I had a good time this week. There's a lot of dumb videos out there, by the way. Um, <laughs> And uh, I realize there's a lot of videos out there people have seen and reposted or, you, you know, you share them with other people. And they're seen by hundreds and thousands and millions of people. In some of the top ten, I was really shocked because I thought they'd be like really powerful videos. Nope. Uh, there was uh, one video on, in the top ten was called Teasing a Dog, right? Some guy was teasing his dog, right? 160 million people watched that video. Sickos. Teasing a Dog. There's another one called Ultimate Fails, where uh, it's just people just wiping out, whether they're on bicycles or skateboards or trying to do tricks, just falling right in their faces, right? And uh, 165 million people watched that video, right? There's one called An Annoying Orange, where it's a talking orange talking to a talking apple, and it's annoying the apple. I thought, this has got to be the most ridiculous video I've ever seen, but yet 170 million people watch that video, right? There's one video of a panda sneezing, right? Just a panda bear sneezing. That's all there is. 215 million people saw that video. They shared it. It went viral. I was going to show you some of these videos, but I thought I don't want to ruin Christmas for many of you. Uh, but I thought I'd show you this one, because this was the, one of the top videos of all time. It's called... Charlie bit my finger. 
Charlie. Charlie bit me. One of the dumbest videos I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I watched it like 15 times too. I couldn't, I couldn't figure it out. In fact, I, I have an older brother. If he would have stuck his finger in my mouth, I would have bit it off. He would have filmed that. I told my wife, I said, man, if I'd known, if I'd known that many people were going to watch that video, I would have just filmed my kids all day, right, fighting? Almost a billion people saw that video. 890 million times that video's been watched, plus 15 from today, right? <laughs> Message spreads so amazing, right? And what's great is the message that we're sharing here has been spread for thousands of years. Billions of people have heard it. It's the same message that we've been singing about all night. Same message that maybe you've heard over and over again at times of Christmas. We read that great Christmas story of the shepherds. Can you imagine if the shepherds were going to post something, if they had social media, how many people today days would have heard about the angels coming talking about Jesus? Amazing. What's more amazing is that the message first came to shepherds. You know, I happened to be at the shepherd's field, and I remember being there, and there's a, there's a church right nearby where the manger scene is, where Mary was reported to have baby Jesus. And it's a huge church. There's thousands of people. You have to wait hours to see this one little uh, manger uh, area. And nearby there's a field, and I thought, well, there's going to be thousands of people at this field. Nope. It's just a big open field. In fact, we were the only tour there at the time. And I thought, how amazing that the message came to, to shepherds. It would be like the greatest message coming to some like, remote farmer in the middle of nowhere. Except the difference is that a farmer is not really looked at any different than, than anybody else here. Shepherds were looked at really different, right? You get this amazing revelation, this amazing story of Jesus coming, and it comes to shepherds. See, shepherds were people kind of the lowest class. It was kind of the job you, you didn't really want because you got to take care of sheep. You're always smelly. You always stink. You're actually very untrustworthy. A lot of people didn't trust shepherds. So they weren't allowed to testify in court. They weren't allowed to do anything that had a lot of value. They were known to be robbers and thieves. They weren't trusted. In fact, because they had to take care of sheep all the time, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, they were known as to be ceremonially unclean because they couldn't go to the temple. So these folks were like the lowest of low, and yet the biggest announcement, the message that goes viral, comes to shepherds. It's amazing. It's amazing that of what happened. These shepherds really had nothing to be excited about. We're all excited because Christmas is tomorrow, right? You're in here, your kids, you're excited. I was talking to somebody about how they try to wear their kids out on Christmas Eve, right? Because you want them to sleep. We're excited. There's hope. No matter how bad your year is, a lot of people look forward to Christmas, don't we? We look forward to even having time off, being with our families. Some of us don't look forward to being with our families, but we look forward to being, having the time off, right? We're excited about Christmas. There's a lot of hope. What would it be like if there was no Christmas, though? What would it be like if there's nothing really to look forward to? These shepherds kind of had that. They had this life where it's just job. It's just kind of monotony. There's no Christmas at the time. 
Some of us go after Christmas and go right back to that same terrible relationship we have, that same terrible job that we have. You know, depression actually hits a lot harder for people right at Christmas time and beyond because they go back to where they were before. No hope, no peace. My prayer for you tonight is that as you leave here that you can have that same joy, same peace, same hope even after Christmas. The message that they received, it was instantaneous. It was instantly received, wasn't it? If you have your Bibles, we are Luke 2, chapter uh, 8. You've heard the message, I'm sure, before. But there were shepherds living out in the field nearby, it says, keeping watch of their flocks by night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them. The glory of the Lord shone round about them. And they were terrified, terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. So this angel comes and tells these shepherds, these lowest of low, hey, listen, I got news for you. I got some big news. It's instant, right? And it's for people just like you. You know, when Jesus was a grown man, he was constantly going to the people that were, that were the lowest of low, the, the weak, the poor. He wasn't going to the elite. That's part of a prophecy that was written. The Spirit of the Lord, the Sovereign Lord is on me, it said in Isaiah, hundreds of years before. Because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim the good news to the poor. To bind the brokenhearted, freedom of the captives, release of darkness from the prisoners. Let me ask you the question this evening. Maybe that's you. Maybe you feel like you're in darkness. Maybe you feel like you don't have a whole lot of peace. No lot of hope. You get that little bit of Christmas, that little bit of a break. But you still feel like that outcast. Tonight, it's for you. The message is for you tonight, just like it was for the shepherds. You know, I read once, if the angels had gone to the theologians, they would have first consulted their commentaries. If the angels had gone to the elite, they would have looked around to see if anybody was watching. If they would have gone to the successful, they would have first looked at their calendars. So he went to the shepherds. Men who didn't have a reputation to protect or an axe to grind or a ladder to climb. Men who didn't know enough to tell God that angels don't sing to sheep and that messiahs aren't found wrapped in rags and sleeping in feed troughs. So while the theologians were sleeping, the elite were dreaming, the successful were snoring, the meek were kneeling. It's amazing because Jesus is coming for you tonight. It doesn't matter your status. It doesn't matter what you've done in life. This is the message, and that's what we want you to receive tonight. Instantly to know that Jesus is the reason that we're here. He's the joy that we have. He is the good news. It was instantly received. The shepherds had an instantaneous revelation. But guess what else? The the message was instantly profound, too. It wasn't just a message. It wasn't just, hey, there's a baby being born. It was the good news. Verse 11 says this, Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign. You'll find the baby wrapped in claws, lying in a manger. That's the good news. It's great joy for all people. Why is that joy? Because we all have sin in our own lives. These are attitudes, behaviors, actions we have. And that sin separates us from God. We know this. It says, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. God is so holy, he can't be around sin. So because we have this sin, we we fall short. And we're justified freely by his grace. Freely by his grace through the redemption that comes through Christ Jesus. That same Christ Jesus that was born in a manger. You see, because of this sin, we're eternally separated. Those actions, those attitudes, those behaviors, those thoughts that we have, 
There's thoughts that we have about the family that we got to go see later. The fights that we get in on Christmas Day. The attitudes and actions and behaviors that we have. Because of that, we all deserve to die. That's the wages of sin is death. Wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. That's the good news. It's eternal life through these shepherds who had no hope. There was no Christmas. This is the good news. The Savior comes to save us from our sins. In the Old Testament, in the old times, when you had a sin, you had to make sacrifices, and God said, enough, I'm going to send my son to die, to grow and to be born, to die on the cross. We just want you to come. We just want you to come to him. I remember doing that myself when I was a child. Remember saying, you know what, I understand that Jesus sent his son to die on the cross for me. Every one of the people up here on the stage, they're not doing this because they, they want to show you how good of a guitarist they are or how good of a singer they are. They're up here because they have a peace and a joy and a hope in their own lives. Why? Because they understand the gift of God is eternal life and they have a relationship with Jesus Christ. It's instantly profound. Do you believe it here this evening? The message was not only instantly profound, it was not only instantly received, it was instantly spread, too. That's what happens when things go viral. Instantly spread. They instantly spread. Look at verse 15. It says, when the angel left them, they had gone to heaven. The shepherds said to one another, let's go to Bethlehem. Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that's happened. The shepherds immediately go. They, they say, listen, we're going to go out. We're going to find Mary and Joseph. And we're going we're to tell everybody about what's going on. They were amazed. So there they were. These shepherds said, listen, we're not just going to be content to stay here. We're going to go. You know, one thing about a viral video is you have to share it, don't you? A viral video never goes viral and if you keep it to yourself. That's why we here at Christ Church, we want to share this message with you. That's why we, we, we have a service like this. That's why Sundays come around. Every Sunday we come and we share the good news. Why? Because we want you to know it too. Do you believe it tonight? Do you believe that the work that we put in these services, do you believe that the reason that we're here tonight is so you hear the good news because it's profound The message was instantly spread. The message was instantly life-changing for them too. You know, this is the point that I want to make as we close here tonight. Luke 2.20 is a powerful verse. It says, the shepherds returned. What were they doing? They were glorifying and praising God for all the things that they heard and seen. Just as they had been told. Where did they return to? They returned to being shepherds. They returned with their sheep. You say, what's the point, Jared? They they went back to being shepherds? Absolutely they did. You see, their circumstances didn't change. Their jobs didn't change. Their families didn't change. Their jobs, their careers didn't change. They still smelled like shepherds when they got back, except their life was completely different. You see, a lot of people say, you know what, I want to come to Christ because I want him to change my life, change my family, change the family i got to go to tonight, change the family i got to go with tomorrow, change my spouse, change my husband, change my job, change my career, fix my health, heal me from all kinds of diseases, give me the finance we need. We want things to happen to us, and we get so frustrated because we go, you know what, you know, he doesn't love me. He doesn't love me. He's not with me. My situation isn't changing. That is not the point of the story. The point is the good news of great joy for all the people is that Jesus Christ is the Son of God that died for you on the cross so that you can have a relationship with him. 
These shepherds went smelling bad. They came back smelling bad. They went with their sheep. They came back with their sheep. The difference was they came back with a renewed sense of joy. They were praising God for all the things that they heard. They were glorifying and praising God. And it was instant. You know, one of the things that really struck me about this series, the reason that we put this together, I was telling Pastor Jamie, is I think a lot of people think it takes a lifetime. A lot of people think it takes a lifetime to be saved. That, you know, I heard this message, it is profound, but I've lived such a terrible life that I've got to get things in order before I really feel like I'm saved, before God will really accept me. The shepherds didn't do that. It was instant for the shepherds. The shepherds, their life changed instantly. Not their circumstances, but their heart. It can change for you instantly as well. You know, if you know the story of Jesus on the cross, you've seen crosses. You know there's three crosses there, right? One for Jesus in the middle, and there were two thieves dying next to him. One of them said, Jesus, will you remember me when you get to heaven? He recognized who Jesus was. He heard the story. He knew who Jesus was. And what does he say to Jesus? He said, Jesus, just remember me. Not save me, not take me with you. Just remember me. Remember me for all the good I've done. People will say, Jesus, I hope you'll just remember me that going to church on Christmas Eve. You'll remember the good I've done. Jesus says, listen, it's not about remembering you for the good you've done. You can't do anything on your own. It's all about myself and dying for you. That's what the grace is. That thief on the cross had no chance of making up for his life. But Jesus said, today, today you'll be with me in paradise. It was instant for him like it's instant for the shepherds, like it's instant for you. It doesn't take a lifetime. The realization for you here tonight is this, that Matthew 11 is so profound for you as it was for the shepherds. It says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Not come to me, all you weary and burdened, I'm going to change your jobs. Come to me, all you weary and burdened, you're going to be, uh, have a new career or a new family or a new relationship. Come to me, all you weary and burdened, I'll give you rest. Why? Because now you're going to have a peace in life, knowing that you can have a relationship with him now, relationship with you when you die. Do you believe it, church? There were folks here before you at the service at four. Their life changed instantly. My hope and prayer is that you leave here on Christmas Eve, in the year of 2018, realized that one night changed my life forever. Because you realized the message was profound, it was for you, and you asked the Lord to come into your life. You know, in a few minutes, we're going to come and we're going to sing together. Powerful song, as we light candles and then we sing Silent Night. It's a tradition that we do, and most churches will do this on Christmas Eve as well. The many of you will go off to your parties, your friends or families. You'll have your Christmas tomorrow. And then things will slowly get back to normal, back to the normalcy of life. And those that know and love the Lord will have that newfound, will have a peace, will have a joy. But those that don't will kind of go back to going, I can't wait till next year. Just that one glimmer of hope. Tonight, it could change for you in an instant. Doesn't take a lifetime, doesn't they take a whole lifetime of, of redoing your life to be saved? Romans 10 is very clear. It says, if you declare with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it's with your mouth that you believe and are justified. It's with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. Man, simple as that. Do you believe it? Do you believe it?
You know, when I think about the shepherds this week, as we close, I, I think, man, maybe Jesus being born in a stable, being born next to stinky, smelly shepherds in a kind of a stinky, smelly place in a stable is because he gives hope to everybody whose life looks like that. Our actions stink. We don't see much value in ourselves. We figure we didn't make good decisions in life. We tried to be good, but we didn't. We feel alone. We feel feel in the dark. We don't feel like there's much hope. These words are for you. Want to know the answer to your deepest longing of your life? It's that God so loved the world that he gave his only son for you. And we find, a, find an answer right here. So Jesus is saying, listen, it, there's no mess that's going to turn me away. There, you couldn't be any worse. You couldn't smell bad. You couldn't look bad. You couldn't have a career that's tanking, a relationship that's tanking, that I'm not here for you. I love you. I made you. And I see something special in you. And I want to come into your heart. I want to be the Lord of your life. Will you come today? Knowing that it happens in an instant. Come. All you weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Let's, let's pray together. Lord Jesus, thank you that you give us rest from the fact that we get weary and burdened. Lord, many of us are really coming here tonight looking for just a little glimmer of hope, that little glimmer of rest here this Christmas, just to forget about the problems that we have. Lord, some of us have never come to know who you are and we're longing for that peace, longing for that hope, longing for that joy. Lord, help us to know that you love us despite the situation that we're in, despite our circumstances, despite the actions we have, that you love us so much that you came to die for us. Open up our hearts this evening. And maybe that's you and you say, man, Jared, I'd love to know who the Lord is. I'd love for him to be the Lord of my life, to have that free gift of joy, that good news, great joy. It's as simple as praying a prayer. You're not praying it to me. You're praying it to the Lord. There's nothing that you can have done that the Lord doesn't want to hear you come to him this evening. Because he says, come to me, all you weary and burdened, I'll give you rest. He wants you to come to him. It's as simple as praying a prayer. Praying a prayer like this. Dear Lord Jesus, I understand I'm a sinner in need of a Savior. I ask that you forgive me of my sins. Wipe me clean. I know that you died on the cross for me and rose again. I want you to save me. I want to have eternal life with you. Lord, thank you for saving these people tonight. Thank you that it can happen so quick. Help them to feel that joy, feel that hope, feel that love and peace this evening. Help them to feel it, knowing it's immediate. Thank you for what you're going to do here in the days ahead. I ask all this in your precious and holy name. Amen.